We are in week two of our new series called Hard Questions. Um, we're looking at some of the trickier questions that people may have or may have been asked in their life um, to do with their faith. And, um, you know, the church, we really recognize that, you know, the church isn't perfect. And uh, sometimes we do miss um, some of the important topics that people really do want to talk about. And so we're taking some time to do that. Um, last week, um, Pastor Scott Warner from Mac Uni gave us what I thought was a, a really great talk on the relationship between science and Christianity. Um, if you missed it, please listen to it on the podcast. I got a photo of the, the podcast, I think. So uh, for those joining us on the podcast as well, um, welcome. Um, if you do miss a Sunday, we have all of our messages on the podcast, um, the Chapel Sydney, so um, you can catch up on there. But it was really good, especially if you um, have opinions about science. Um, I thought it was a great talk. Um, I learned a lot from the talk, and, and I really thought to myself, man, I'm so glad I didn't give that talk. <laughs> Tonight, we, we, we continue on this journey, and we're going to look at the question, do all religions lead to God? Now, there's a, different, there's a few different ways that, that this question can be asked. Um, are all religions the same? Do we all worship the same God, just in a different format, different language, different culture? Um, I don't know about you, but I've heard many of these questions before, um, and that's what we're going to address. There's a Japanese proverb, um, and I'll show you. There, there are many roads up to Mount Fuji. For those that have been to Japan, this is Mount Fuji. Um, there are many roads up Mount Fuji, but they all meet at the top. And the question is, is this the case for religion? Okay. If you're new, um, hopefully this will be a, um, a good talk for you. Now, I went to primary school. I was born in Sydney, and I went to primary school uh, at a school called Ermington Public School. Now, back in the day, Ermington Public School was not a very famous school. Um, actually, no one knew the school. It was one of those um, little, what I would say, a country bumpkin school. Um, it was one of those really little schools. Uh, how you know that our school wasn't very good at the time was um, how competitive we were at sport. Uh, we would come second last in everything. Uh, we would lose every soccer match, we would lose every cricket match, and the only team uh, that we actually beat, um, and this is going to be really bad, but was a school called Truscott, um, Truscott Street School, um, which have kids um, with uh, some physical disabilities. <laughs> I know this sounds really bad, right? <laughs> but you know what? We would take any victory because we were so bad at, at everything. Um, you know, we've we got a few guys that grew up in the area in, in Ryde, um, and so they would know um, Ermington Public School was bottom. Um, back in the day, you know, like growing up in the late 80s and in the 90s, um, it wasn't as multicultural as, as Sydney is now. And I clearly remember one of the most clear memories that I have in primary school was um, at the time, 
I think I was about year three or year four, and there were these big year five, year six um, Aussie bullies, right? And they would walk around the school as if they owned the school, and they would bully little kids like me. Um, and, and I still remember one day, and I remember so clearly, they would tease people, right? And, 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 and one day, one of the guys came up to me, and right in my face, he pulled his eyes out, and he did one of these. Ching Chong Chinaman. And like, this is like ridiculous now because if this happened now, like, you just get straight away reported to the police or something. But back in the day, th- this, is how, this is how I grew up. And the guy, the guy would be like, Ching Chong Chinaman sitting on a dunny camp, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a whole poem. You know? <laughs> there's a whole poem to it. If you don't know that, then you, you're just lucky, you know? And I remember the time I got so mad. I was so mad. And I yelled out to him, because he was writing my set, I am not Chinese. I am Korean. Because that's what I was mad about. I wasn't mad at the fact that he was being completely racist and pulling his slitty eyes together. I was mad that he got the race wrong. The idea that all religions are the same, the idea that all religions lead to God, the idea that all religions worship the same God in all different ways is nearly as bad as saying all Asians are the same. Now, for most of us who have an Asian background, you would know that that is a ridiculous statement to say all Asians are the same because we're not. Not only are there, you know, ethnic boundaries and differences, but, you know, like there are Koreans that were born in Korea. There were Koreans that came when they were young. There were Koreans that were born in Australia. And every single one of them is different. So for someone to say all Asians are the same, you would say is an uneducated statement. And, you know, like we, we you know, I don't know about you, but, you know, there, there are those stereotypes, right? All Asians are good at mathematics. Lie. Example A and B jokes. Not <laughs> just jokes. Chroma High. <laughs> We're sponsored by Chroma High, by the way. You know, all Asians love chili food. Lie. You know, who was it? Someone told me that they had the ring of fire the other day. Oh, yeah. Was, was it you? No, it was Hansel. Oh, it was Tony. I don't know. Anyway, you know. What about this? All Asian women are bad drivers, right? That's complete lie. <laughs> it's true for you. But we who are Asian know that not all Asians are the same. See, the belief that people have that all religious worship is of the same God but in different way You know, that comes from an accepted perspective that we have in this world. And behind this perspective is this idea that beliefs should be tolerated and that any claim of absolute truth, meaning that this is the absolute truth, is considered an arrogant statement. Right? But the idea that all religions lead to God in itself is actually quite an ignorant statement. 
See, what's ironic about that statement is that we're saying this statement for the sake of tolerance about accepting different people's religion, but what we're doing is we actually don't understand their religion. We, we actually don't understand what all these different religious beliefs are all about. It's not just about recognizing that each religion is different. It's about understanding what the difference is. Now, this is called religious pluralism. All religions lead to God. Now, I want to answer this question, and the short answer to it is, do all religions lead to God? And the answer is no. Amen. Let's pray. If it was that easy, right? I want to look at three different points about why this is the case. Okay? Why this is the case. The first point is this. We need to understand who God is. Okay, who God is. In the world, uh, if you Google, uh, there are roughly uh, 4,200 different religions in the world. That's a lot of religions. It's a lot of different belief systems. There's a lot of different value systems, right? 4,200 religions. As I said, like if you if you look at that picture, you know the the roads going up to Mount Fuji. That, that's a lot of different roads going up there. But but one of the major differences in 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 all of these religions is that is their definition of what's at the top of the mountain. You know, all roads lead to the top of the mountain. Well, if all the religions led to God, then at the top of the mountain should be God, and it should be the same God. But the reality is, if you actually study uh, each of these religions, actually, what is at the top of the mountain is actually different. Now, I have to put in the proviso, uh, I am no expert in world religion at all. Um, I'm actually very uneducated. Um, you know, and that's probably not a great thing as a pastor, but I'm not very educated in the different religions of the world. So I'm not going to, I can't tell you exactly what, you know, Buddhism stands for and, you know, what, you know, Confucianism stands for. I, I can't tell you those things, right? But, but you have to understand that the, the, the first and foremost point of difference between all these religions is who is at the top and, and that is God and who, how they define God. Now, I just pumped this into the computer and, and this is some of the things that, that came up in terms of some of the differences, right? So, Buddhists... Uh, for, for, for Buddhists, uh, the, the God that they, they worship is not a personal God. Now, I kind of don't know, really know what that means, so I'll just keep going. <laughs> for Hindus, um, they believe in an impersonal God. They have a thousand, more than a thousand lesser gods that they worship, nature, trees, animals. Uh, for Mormons, they have many gods, but they only worship a few of the gods. Christianity, a loving and just God who wants personal relationship. You know, in Christianity, we talk about the triune God. We, we talk about the, the Holy Trinity, uh, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But then when you go to Islam and you talk about the, the, the concept of the Trinity, actually in Islam, the concept of the Trinity, the fact that God can be split into three is, is actually blasphemy, is actually wrong, is actually offensive. Now, as I said, without going into detail and, and without going into 
you know, more specifics. If all religions led to God, then one would expect the same God to be at the top of the mountain. But this is where this statement goes wrong because the God at the end of each of the religions is very different. It's just, we, we just don't know that. Okay? Okay, so that's the first point of, of where the difference lies in their definition of God. The second major point of where the difference lies is in the salvation of man or the view of mankind. Um, this is where uh, Christianity and then I'm going to sort of group the rest of the world religions together because I think we can, is that the major point of difference is that all other worldly religions focus on how man can reach God. How man can go to God and they teach that salvation or reconciliation with God can be obtained through good works and good human effort. You do good, you get good, that's where we get the concept of karma. Okay, so karma is actually a, a, a concept from, from Hinduism. Okay, you do good because you get good, right? Because in, in Hinduism, they talk about um, reincarnation. Um, they said, oh, I'm very surface level understanding of these religions, right? Uh, worldly faiths believe that if one does enough good works, either by some form of religious activity, i.e. praying or fasting or giving to the poor or doing good deeds, that this will somehow compensate their, their lack as a, a person and either pay for their sins or bad karma, appeasing God or their God, and permitting them to enter into heaven or into the presence of God. And, and as I said, it seems like a very general statement, but I think it's a very uh, a real statement that, that most worldly religions, it's all about your effort. It's all about what you do. Now, let me give you an example. Uh, this is the Buddhist path. Uh, in Buddhism, um, heaven is called a, a place, it's called nirvana. If you want to know where the name Nirvana, the band, came from, this is where it came from. It is the, it is the place of, of, of heavenly peace for Buddhists. Okay? Now, to get to Nirvana, the place of perfect peace and happiness, to get there, um, you are recommended to follow the Noble Eightfold Path. Okay? And this is the Noble uh, Eight Path. These are the things you need to do in this life for you to get to nirvana. Meditate regularly. Have the right view. Have the right intention. Speak the right words. Have the right action. Choose a right job. Practice the right effort and practice mindfulness. What that tells me is that it's really hard to get to nirvana. Actually, if we're honest with ourselves, it is impossible to get to nirvana. So even in Buddhism, as I understand it, once again, please, if this is wrong, please correct me through email. Or just email Pastor May. Is, it is, if you, if you can get to 50% and then you die, then you'll come back and you'll be given an opportunity to further that. And then you, you, you keep doing that. And you keep doing that through reincarnation. And then through whatever form that you are in, when you hit the 100, then you will get to nirvana. And that's the end of the cycle. Now, if we're honest, right, you look at that list, 
No one here has any chance to get there. Right? See, one of the biggest differences that, that Christianity has with all the other worldly religions is, number one, our view of man is very low. Uh, some people call this the total depravity of man, that left on our own, we actually can't do anything good. Now, for some people, even in the church, they're like, no, 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 people are good. There is goodness inside of people. Now, I'm saying, uh, you, if you're saying that, you probably don't have kids. Once you have kids, you understand how sinful man is. My youngest son is uh, 11 months old. He's uh, turning one uh, in a few weeks, right? He's not even one, but he is sinful. Sinful to the core, right? Already now, no one taught him. Already now, if you say no, he smiles and continues on. No one taught him. Chris, did you teach him that? No. Because if you did, whew, bigger trouble for you, mate. This is, this is the innocence of man, is that even in the most basic first form as a baby, we're not good. We have to be taught how to be good. We have to be taught how to share. We have to be taught how to love others. But if no one taught you that, you know what you do? You're selfish, you're self-centered, and you're sinful. That's who we are as people. See, Christianity is the only religion that actually tells you that it's not about you getting to God because you can never do that. It, it, it's like it's a reality check that says that humanity is never going to be good enough to be in the presence of perfect creator God. That you can actually never be good enough, that your sin and your sinful nature is not just deeply offensive to the creator, but, but it will never be good enough. We will never be good enough to redeem ourselves in the presence of holy God. And this is what the Bible teaches us. Okay, This is not just like we, we observe man and go, yeah, yeah, we're not going to be good enough. No, this is actually what Scripture teaches us. In Romans, Romans chapter 3, 10 to 12, as it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The problem is, the problem is in our humanistic thinking, we compare our goodness with the next human. Whereas what we really should be doing is be comparing our goodness with our God. That's why people think, hey, I'm not that bad. Compared to who aren't you that bad? You're comparing yourself to the murderer? Yeah, okay, maybe you didn't murder someone. Or you're comparing yourself to the person that got a, you know, that, that cheated on their spouse? Yeah, maybe you're not that bad. But we're not meant to be comparing ourselves to each other. We're meant to be comparing ourselves to the creator God. And, and in his eyes, no one, all of us fall short. The murderer the adulterer, and just you and me. We all fall short. So this is now starting to see the distinction between Christianity and the worldly faith of how we see God and how we see ourselves. As I said, remember what I said, 
Worldly religion will t- teach us that we need to do good to get to God. And Christianity will teach us there is no way. There is no way through your own efforts that you will ever be good enough to get to God. Okay? The third distinction. Now, this is now become very specific to Christianity. And this is, this is, people say, this is the litmus test to whether you know whether this, your faith is a Christian faith or not. And it's about Jesus. And the third distinction is that Jesus is the only way. Jesus is the only way to God. The final, uh, the, the final major difference that Christianity claims is that Jesus is the only way to God. Thereby, now listen to the wording, it's the only way. Jesus is the only way, meaning that every other way, okay, out of 4,200 religions, right, if Jesus is the only way to God, that means 4,199 ways of religion will not and cannot get to God, okay? That's what this claim is. So how can all religions lead to God when Christianity specifically says, no, only Jesus. Only Jesus. Acts chapter 4, 12. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. And that name is Jesus. And he is what makes Christianity different from every other religion in this world. Okay, there are five reasons why Jesus is the only way. Firstly, because of who he is. Because of who he is. Jesus actually says that he is God. John 10.30, I and the Father are one. John 14.9, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. There is no other world religious leader that makes such a claim that they are creator God. Others may claim that they are messengers from God. Others may claim that they are prophets of God. But only Jesus claims to be God himself. Secondly, because of what he himself said, John 14.6, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It's one of the greatest statements that Jesus says in his life. And he ultimately says, there's no other way to God but through me. So every other religion, every other religion says that you can get to God. You can get to God through good effort. You can get to God by living a good life. You can get to God by being charitable. You can get to God by doing good things. Jesus is saying, no. You cannot get to him. The only way is through me. If this claim is true, then the question that all other religions lead to God is completely false. Number three, because of what he did, 1 Peter 3.18, for Christ died uh, for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. Jesus alone deals with the one thing that separates every human being from God, and that is our sin. The thing that separated us from God, our sin, Jesus alone deals with that. Romans 5.8, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Colossians 1.21, once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of evil behavior, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you wholly in his sight without blemish and free from accusations. See, all world religions 
are about people trying to pay for their own sin. But Christianity is the only religion where God pays the sin penalty for us. We're separate. We're different. Number four, because of what it cost. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Now think about this. If there was another way, right? If there was another way to God through your humanistic effort, through your good works, why would God have to send his son Jesus to die on the cross for your sin? If there was another way. Why wouldn't he go, hey, you just need to do better. Hey, stop stop hating each other. Love each other more. If there was any other way, why would God have sent his son Jesus to die on the cross? It's because there was no other way. Because Jesus is the only way. What he did on the cross is the only way to save mankind from their sins. And finally, it's because he is still alive. Revelation 1.18, this is the words of Jesus. I am the living one. I was dead and now look, I am alive forever and ever and I hold the keys to death and Hades. All other religious world leaders are dead. But Jesus is still alive. That's his claim. If we were to separate Christianity from the other world religions, All other religions are about man's struggle to do good and strive to make good their way up the mountain to God. But Christianity isn't about man making his way up the mountain. Christianity is the story of God reaching down to man. The story where it understands that man on their own good works cannot make their way up the mountain. There is no level of morality or goodness inside of us that can separate, that that, that can make good in the presence of God. So God came down. God came down to man. Now here's the beauty. You don't have to agree with me. You know, in life, that's okay. I'm, 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 my wife has told me I'm very tough skin. That people don't agree with me a lot of the time on various subjects, right? So if you, if you, at the end of this talk, you walk out and man, man, that preacher, he sucked. Okay, well, that's okay. I'm okay with that. I don't agree with the preacher. I'm okay with that. Okay? It's just a question of, well, maybe you need to think about this. See, for me, when I, was, uh, when, when I was starting to prepare this message, um, actually the verse that came to mind out of all the verses in the Bible was actually Genesis 1.1, the first verse, right? And Genesis 1.1 reads this, the beginning. And that's the title, the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. This is the first verse of the Bible. And the reason why this verse came to me was because if I believe this verse to be true, if I believe this verse to be true, that the Bible and what it says to be true, that there is only one creator and everything else is part of creation. 
Everything else is, is, is man-made or enemy-made religion. See, for me, right, if we believe this verse to be true, then all other religions, they're not actually from the creator God, they're actually from part of the creation. If we believe the Bible to be true, See, and I think this is where the rubber meets the road. Whether you agree with me or not, and whatever I've talked about, that's fine. The bottom line question is going to be whether you believe that the Bible, what the Bible says about who God is and what God has done for us, whether you believe that or not. Because if you believe the Bible to be true, then when Jesus says that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one can come to the Father except through him, then we must accept, we must accept that every other religion is wrong. Now, for some people, you ain't going to like that. And say so we, we live in a society where one of the highest values is tolerance. But can I tell you, we can be tolerant and we can be different. We can be respectful and I can honestly tell you that they're, they're wrong. Now, I'm not hating on them. I'm not looking down on them. I'm just saying, based on my belief in what Scripture tells me, not in my belief, not in my own opinion, but what Scripture tells me, if Jesus says, I am the only way, and if I believe that to be true, then I have to say that every other religion, I have to dismiss that. I'm not, you know, this is not an emotional thing. If I'm going to call something blue, then I have to tell everyone else that it's not red because it's blue. I believe it to be blue. If I say Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life, then I have to say that every other way up to God, what you think is up to God, that's wrong. There is no other way. Friends, let's firstly not be naive. Let's not be naive and, 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 and think, you know, all religions are the same and, you know, the God that we worship is all the same. We're all going to end up in the same place. You know, that, that's seriously like saying all Asians are the same. And if you actually really think about that statement, all Asians are the same, it's an absolutely ridiculous statement. But when we say that all religions lead to God, that, that, that's in, in one sense, it's a very ignorant statement. So let's not be ignorant. I'm not saying that you need to disrespect other people's thoughts and, and, and behaviors. And I'm not disrespecting them. I'm just telling them I think that they're wrong. <laughs> You know, you've you got to make that choice. See, at the end of the day, you've got to make that choice for yourself. Every single person, every individual, you have to make that choice. And the bottom line choice, it really starts with, do I believe that the Bible is the true and living word of God? God. Because if you truly believe that, then when you read what it says in the scripture, you don't get to pick and choose what you believe out of that. Now, this is going to be very important next week when we start talking about homosexuality. You can't go, I believe that the word of God is, is true and living and then pick bits and pieces and oh, I kind of believe that, I kind of don't believe that. You can't do that. You can't believe that the alphabet is the foundational you know, system of lettering in our world, but you can like, well, I don't really believe in vowels. 
just use consonants, you know? You don't get to pick and choose. But if you're going to say, if you're going to say, and I'm not saying you need to, but if you're going to say that I believe that the Bible is the true and living word of God, then you have to be able to say that everything else is not. Because that's what you're saying. But this is your choice. You've got to judge for yourself. You've got to make that decision for yourself. But you've got to remember the difference is that all religions... It's all about making your way up that mountain, how good you can be, how generous you can be. But our God, the God of the Christian faith, the God of the Bible, he loved you so much, knowing that you had no chance to make it up that mountain. He came down. He came down through his son, Jesus, and scripture tells us, scripture tells us that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. This is the only way to God. And it's a free gift that is given to each and every one of us. And it's a choice for us to make to receive or reject this gift. Let's pray.